Ready, down, put, 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 put. All Packers, all the time. I still think in the end he's more likely to cave than he is to stick to his guns and say, yeah, I, I'm, I want to go play somewhere else. Okay, most of the time. Almonds specifically nuts. or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. <laughs> it's Jason Wilde on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. Friday to our friend and teammate Jason Wilde. Jason, how are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you guys? Oh, great. I love a great on a Friday. I'm good. Uh, we were just discussing the Aaron Jones uh, developments in Green Bay. And, you know, we had talked about this for several weeks leading up to where we are now, whether or not it was better to cut ties with Aaron Jones, given his age and obviously his cap hit, or if the restructure was the way to go. Green Bay opts for the restructure. Just your reaction to the news this morning that Aaron Jones will, in fact, still be in Green Bay. Yeah, you can't get rid of your most explosive offensive weapon two years in a row, or you end up getting the team end up getting rid of you at some point, right? Like, I, I understand the devaluing of running backs. I understand that the salary cap is a big, like, 1,000-piece puzzle that right now is barely out of the box on your kitchen table. But this is a piece that you absolutely have to have, especially after you traded away the best wide receiver in football a year ago. Uh, You didn't take a pay cut, per se. He's making $11 million this year. He gets $8.5 million, according to Adam, in the form of a signing bonus, so they can spread that out over multiple years. It also puts them in a position that if, they don't want him next year, or if he falls off the table, you're able to move on from him. So I, I, I think this was a no-brainer. Um, I'm a little surprised it happened today uh, already, but you know, it's it's we're a ways away from having to be in compliance with the salary cap and everything else. But this strikes me as one that y- you had no choice, even if you don't think running backs are as valuable as they used to be. When you look at this offense and you say, who scared opposing defenses when he was being utilized, Aaron Jones is still at the top of the list. I don't care what you know Christian Watson did over a four-game stretch. Uh, check what he did in the loss to the Lions. There's, a, there's an inconsistency with a young wide receiver whose production is incumbent on what the quarterback, how often the quarterback gets him the football. So... This, to me, was a no-brainer. My only surprise is that it happened this morning. Jason, do you think they did this so early as a show of good faith to the quarterback? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, certainly, it's a, it's a sign that they're not going into full rebuild mode, because if you are, then you, then you cut him loose or you trade him and you uh, – go out and draft a running back in like the fourth or fifth round like they did with Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. So maybe a little bit, but I don't know. Today's Friday. Is he, uh, is Aaron Rodgers seeing this news or has he already gone into the darkness? 
true. Well, I said it's like Shawshank, Jason. Someone in Shawshank went up, you know, and he's in there like, I don't know if he heard, but Aaron Jones signed. <laughs> yeah, the, the, kid, the kid passed his test. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, I Jason. I myself sometimes. <laughs> But not when we're on the radio. Good grief. I'm more I'm more bothered by the fact now that this is a full on confirmation that Chewy and I think alike. Like if you go back and look to <laughs> I took a, I, I did a screen video thing with that exact scene where Tommy gets his Are you serious? Says, yes, go back. I don't tweet that much anymore, so go back to my timeline. The whole video is there. Like, there's there's Andy Dufresne in isolation, and the guy comes and delivers his piece of bread and a cup of water and says, the kid passed. See average. Thought you might want to know. So now it's, we, we restructured Aaron Jones. He's staying next yeah. year. Thought you might want to know. Well, there was a movie, Twins. Uh, yes, and you... Wow. You're Schwartz today, you're not wow. Wow. As soon as he said it, my brain was like, I don't think that was very nice. Jason, I guess part of this Aaron Jones thing that is a little jarring to me is this little nugget from Adam Schefter. Including the upcoming season, Jones will have made $31 million since 2021, second most among running backs behind only Christian McCaffrey. If the Packers are spending $31 million at that position, you need to have the Christian McCaffrey type of production, which they haven't gotten out of Aaron Jones. And whether that's you believe because it's, oh, they're not using him correctly, like what makes you think suddenly in 2024 they're going to use him correctly and start getting the production that those elite-level running backs get? Because Aaron Jones is really good. He's not at that elite level in terms of production. Um, okay, I, I, I'll, I'll grant you that. And if you'll grant me the fact that they don't utilize him to the degree that those other teams have sure. utilized their running back. But then what are I you paying for? Say, Aren't you paying for to be able to utilize him to that degree? Okay, but I think that is don't you find that statistic mildly misleading because for example, it doesn't include Zeke Elliott. Right? Who yep. got a ton of money up front and that contract is so onerous and the, the Cowboys have been stuck with him, even though Tony Pollard is a better player, right? Correct. Like, I feel like, first of all, that deal that he signed, that, that, that Jones signed, was really a two-year, $20 million deal. No matter what they did, year three, they were going to have to do what they just did. Right? I mean, there's no, there's no denying it. Um, secondly, uh, I feel like for for $10 million a year, which is what he essentially got the first two years, they got pretty good production. Now, $11 million this year, um, yeah, I understand when you add up the three years, that's a lot. But I don't, I don't think that that has been money poorly spent. Um, I will say this. Uh, I think it became pretty evident during the course of the season that for those of us that thought, that Jones would be more the complimentary back and uh, Quadzilla was going to get to be the lead guy. Uh, they clearly didn't feel that way, right? 
if we're being honest, they, they still felt like Aaron Jones. I mean, they abandoned the run with both of them on a number of occasions. But overall, I think it's pretty clear that they still believe more in Aaron Jones than they believe in A.J. Dillon. Would Look, you agree? Yes, and I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm an Aaron Jones hater because I'm not. He's a good player. But the problem becomes, Jason, when you're paying Aaron Rodgers what you pay him, when you're paying David Bakhtiari what you're paying him, you give Elton Jenkins that contract, you give Jair Alexander that contract, okay, now you have to win in the margins at other positions. And if you are giving one player the second most money at his position over a three-year stretch, I need more than what I've gotten out of Aaron Jones. I just do. He's, he's, He's produced good. I need great out of that position for that kind of money. Well... You had a wide receiver that was producing beyond great, Hall of Fame, and you traded him, and now you're not spending jack on the wide receiver position, right? Yeah, yeah, man. But I mean, so, so you're gonna chase this because you made a mistake last year? Like, I, I just, I don't understand what Goody's doing. I guess it comes down to I don't know what Goody's doing when it comes to roster construction. Yeah, I think it goes back to what I said at the beginning, though, and that is he put himself in a position where. Do you really think he had a choice? Like, I mean, theoretically he did. But, like, to, to move on from Jones a year after you moved on from Adams, and Lord knows you might be moving on from Rodgers. Like, I, I just, I think he, by trading Adams, who he himself, Goody, he himself called a Hall of Fame player. To move on from him, and then move on to, what, your fourth leading rusher all time, a guy that for his career has averaged five yards a carry? To do that again because you don't want to spend that much on the position because you don't utilize the position? I mean, the guy had a ton of catches too, right? Like, I, I, I don't – I understand that you want him to be, like, elite, elite, elite statistically, and that is not what he's been, but uh, I – I think they've – let me put it this way. I think they've squandered far more elsewhere than they are on Aaron Jones. And to your point, you could be right. He could end up having a bunch of injury issues, and this will be money poorly spent for the 2023 season. But, again, I think when you move on from the best wide receiver in football and a guy who's probably going to end up with a gold jacket someday – and then you spin it as if he didn't want to be here. I don't think you get better by not having Aaron Jones on your roster. And I think it's really hard to convince people that you're still trying to win a Super Bowl if you move on from him a year after you moved on from Adams. Jason, really good stuff from you this morning. We appreciate you. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good.